This is the Read to Lead podcast, episode 515. Hi, I'm Brian J. Jones, the author of Becoming Dr. Seuss, Theodore Geisel, and the Making of an American Imagination. Stretch your imagination each time you listen to this. It's the Read to Lead podcast with my friend, Jeff Brown. In the bustling corridors of modern leadership, a quiet revolution has been taking shape, one that flips traditional hierarchies on their head and redefines the essence of authority. Hi, I'm Jeff, and this is the Read to Lead podcast. It's the podcast dedicated to your personal and professional growth. We welcome in another author next week. This week, though, it's a solo episode. And what is this quiet revolution that's taking shape I'm referring to? I'm talking about servant leadership. Servant leadership is not a new concept by any means, but its application in today's fast-paced, results-driven environments marks a significant shift in how organizations view success. The servant leader's ultimate goal is to elevate those around them, fostering an atmosphere of trust, respect, and collective achievement. We're going to explore the top five traits today of a servant leader, and we'll uncover how each of these traits converges to create a leadership style that is transformative. Each trait is, you might say, a thread in the rich tapestry of servant leadership and weaves together a picture of a leader who empowers, inspires, and guides their team toward a shared vision. By the way, the content I'm sharing with you today comes directly from inside the Read to Lead community where I post exclusive content each and every week. I'm sharing it with my broader audience today, in part to give you sort of a taste of what you'll find as a member of the Read to Lead community with a Read to Lead Plus membership. If you want to find out more about that, just go to this website. It's jeffbrown.me. Now, these leadership traits I've put in no particular order. However, however, I think I would put this first one I want to talk about at the top of the list if I did have to rank them, and that is empathy. Servant leaders, with empathy not just as a tool but as a compass, navigate the complex waters of team dynamics. They stand out not because they command from the front, but because they walk among their team, understanding, feeling, and acknowledging the challenges and aspirations that each team member faces. Empathy allows these leaders to see the world through their team members' eyes, to understand not just the what and the how, but the why behind their actions and thoughts. And it's this deep understanding that enables servant leaders to tailor their support, guidance, and leadership to suit the individual needs of their team members. They recognize that each person's journey is unique, filled with its own hurdles and milestones. Now, in practice, this empathy manifests itself in various ways. It could be in how the leader communicates, showing patience and genuine interest in the perspectives of their team members, say, or in their decision-making process, considering the impacts not only on the business, but on the well-being of their team. They create an environment where people feel seen and heard, an invaluable currency in the economy of motivation and engagement, you might say. But here's the kicker. Empathy and leadership is not just about understanding and sympathizing. It's about acting on that understanding to foster growth, development, and a sense of belonging among team members. It's about building a community within the workplace, one where everybody feels they have a stake and a voice. Now, this approach not only elevates the individuals, but the collective team, driving performance not through fear or obligation, but through shared goals and mutual respect. The strength of a servant leader lies in their ability to lift others, and it is their empathy that gives them the leverage to do so. 
So when we talk about servant leaders being empathetic, it's not a passive trait. It's an active engagement with the hearts and minds of their team members. It's a commitment to understanding and addressing the needs, challenges, and aspirations of those you lead, ensuring that the path to success is walked together with nobody left behind. So trait number one in the top five traits of servant leaders, again, is empathy. Trait number two, listening. The trait of being a good listener is fundamental to the philosophy of servant leadership, in my opinion. Servant leaders approach conversations not merely as opportunities to impart their wisdom, but as moments to cultivate understanding and insight from the diverse perspectives within their team. This active listening is not passive absorption, but an engaged, deliberate practice that recognizes the value in every voice. Good listeners in the context of servant leadership do more than hear words. They perceive the emotions, ideas, and undercurrents behind them. They listen with empathy, seeking to understand not just the factual basis of what's being said, but the emotional and personal experiences that shape those facts. This kind of listening fosters an environment where team members feel genuinely heard and valued, which in turn encourages openness and trust. Valuing the input of team members goes hand in hand with being a good listener. It signals a departure from top-down decision-making, acknowledging that good ideas and critical insights can come from any level within the organization. And it's not about mere tokenism or the superficial collection of opinions. It's about integrating this input into the decision-making process, thereby empowering team members and giving them a stake in the outcomes. Moreover, servant leaders understand that listening and valuing input are not just about improving processes or solving problems, but about recognizing and validating the worth of their team members. And this recognition fosters a sense of belonging and significance among team members, boosting morale and motivation. It also encourages a culture of continuous learning and adaptation where feedback loops are not just downward, but cyclical, promoting growth and improvement across all levels of the organization. In practical terms, servant leaders employ various strategies to ensure they are effective listeners and valuers of input. They create spaces, both literal and figurative, for voices to be heard, from regular team meetings focused on open dialogue to things like suggestion boxes and one-on-one check-ins. And they ask questions that provoke thoughtful responses and demonstrate their engagement through body language and follow-up actions that reflect they have truly listened and considered the contributions of their team members. And the impact of these practices is profound. Teams led by servant leaders who excel in listening and valuing input tend to exhibit higher levels of engagement, creativity, and collaboration. They are more resilient in the face of challenges and more committed to their collective mission. In essence, by prioritizing listening and the valuing of input, servant leaders not only enhance the effectiveness and satisfaction of their teams, but also embody the very essence of servant leadership, leading by serving the needs and harnessing the potential of those they lead. Number three in the top five traits of servant leadership may sound touchy-feely at first, but bear with me. Number three is healing. And the trait of healing within the realm of servant leadership is, I think, a profound testament to the depth and breadth of impact a leader can have beyond mere operational success. It recognizes leadership not just as a position of authority, but as a role of significant emotional and psychological influence. 
Healing in this context involves a keen awareness of the personal and professional challenges faced by team members and a commitment to fostering an environment where such challenges can be addressed, alleviated, and ideally overcome. Servant leaders view the well-being of their team as paramount, understanding that true success is rooted in the holistic health of the individuals who make up the organization. This approach transcends traditional leadership paradigms that focus primarily on results, placing equal importance on the journey and the people who embark on it. By prioritizing healing, servant leaders cultivate resilience, they foster trust, and build stronger, more cohesive teams. Healing is multifaceted. It involves listening empathetically to the struggles of team members, offering support and resources, and creating a culture where vulnerability is not seen as a weakness, but as a step toward growth. This does not mean that servant leaders need to have all the answers or act as therapists, but rather it's about being a compassionate presence, guiding team members toward professional help when necessary, and ensuring the workplace is a source of support rather than stress. And servant leaders recognize the importance of their own healing. They are self-aware and understand that to effectively lead and support others, they must also care for their own emotional and psychological well-being. We'll talk more about awareness in just a moment. This self-care is not just a selfish act, but a critical component of their ability to serve effectively. By acknowledging their vulnerabilities and seeking growth and healing for themselves, servant leaders model the importance of well-being, encouraging their team to prioritize their own health. When leaders actively work toward healing, they create an environment where people feel safe to express their challenges and seek support. This openness leads to stronger bonds between team members, enhancing collaboration and empathy. It also encourages a more positive attitude toward failure and challenges, viewing them as opportunities for growth rather than insurmountable obstacles. Practically, healing can manifest in various ways through policies that support mental health, such as flexible working arrangements and access to, say, counseling services, through leadership behaviors that encourage open dialogue about challenges, and through team-building activities that strengthen interpersonal relationships and provide opportunities for mutual support. In essence, the servant leader's capacity for healing is a powerful tool for building an organization that thrives not just in terms of profitability and productivity, but in its capacity for empathy, resilience, and human connection. It's about leading with heart. Acknowledging the path to organizational excellence is through the well-being of its people. I said we were going to talk a little bit more about awareness. That's actually trait number four. The trait of awareness, self-awareness, and awareness of others within the framework of servant leadership is both a cornerstone and a compass guiding leaders through the intricate landscape of human dynamics and organizational culture. Now, this dual awareness is not merely about introspection or empathy and isolation, but about the symbiotic relationship between understanding oneself and perceiving the needs, emotions, and motivations of others. It's, it's a trait that demands continuous reflection and keen observation, enabling leaders to navigate leadership challenges with greater finesse and authenticity. Self-awareness is the foundation upon which servant leadership is built. It involves a deep and honest examination of your own strengths, weaknesses, biases, and values. This level of introspection enables leaders to harness their strengths effectively while acknowledging and addressing their areas of improvement. 
It fosters humility, a key servant leadership quality, by reminding leaders that they too are on a journey of growth and learning. Self-aware leaders are better equipped to make decisions that align with their core values and the organization's mission, acting with integrity and consistency. Self-awareness enhances a leader's emotional intelligence, a critical asset in managing personal emotions and reactions, especially in high stress or conflict situations. It allows leaders to remain composed, making thoughtful decisions rather than reactionary ones. And by modeling this self-regulation, servant leaders set a tone of emotional maturity and resilience within their teams. Awareness of others extends beyond surface-level observations to a deep understanding of the team members' individual experiences, aspirations, and challenges. This involves being attuned to the subtle cues in team dynamics, recognizing the strengths and potential of each member, and understanding the ethical and cultural fabric of the organization. Leaders with a strong awareness of others are adept at fostering an inclusive environment that values diversity of thought and background, recognizing that such diversity is a strength that can drive innovation and adaptability. This awareness also entails a keen understanding of the organization's dynamics, including its values, ethics, and the interplay between different departments and teams. Servant leaders use that knowledge to navigate the organization toward its goals, ensuring that their actions and decisions reinforce the desired culture and ethical standards. They're mindful of the impact their leadership has, not only on immediate team members, but on the broader organizational ecosystem, striving to align their leadership approach with the overall vision and values of the organization. In practice, this dual awareness, self-awareness, and awareness of others manifests in various leadership behaviors like active listening, asking for feedback, and engaging in regular self-reflection. Servant leaders might employ tools like journaling, coaching, or 360-degree feedback to deepen their self-awareness and understanding of how they're perceived by others. They also invest time in building relationships with team members, seeking to understand their unique perspectives and needs, and creating a culture where open, honest communication is valued and encouraged. Ultimately, self-awareness and awareness of others empower servant leaders to lead with empathy authenticity, and a deep commitment to the growth and well-being of their team members. It enables them to craft a leadership approach that is responsive to the needs of their team and aligned with the organization's mission, fostering a culture of trust, engagement, and collective achievement. And the last of the five traits I want to talk about on my list of the top five traits of servant leaders is persuasion. This trait underscores the servant leader's commitment to fostering an environment of mutual respect, collaboration, and shared vision. By prioritizing persuasion and consensus building, servant leaders not only democratize the decision-making process, but also cultivate a deeper sense of ownership and accountability among team members. Let's break this down first by talking about the power of persuasion. At its core, Persuasion is about articulating ideas, visions, and decisions in a manner that resonates with others, appealing to their values, interests, and emotions. Servant leaders are adept at using persuasive techniques that engage team members in meaningful dialogue, encouraging them to contribute their insights and perspectives. Now, this approach is rooted in the belief that the best decisions are made when diverse viewpoints are considered and integrated. Persuasion, therefore, becomes a tool for not only achieving alignment, but also for enriching decisions with the collective wisdom of the team. 
Liz Weissman talks about this in the book Multipliers, how multiplier leaders are the types of leaders that understand the value of harnessing the collective brain power and wisdom of the team. The second thing I want to address with regard to persuasion is encouraging collaborative decision-making. By relying on persuasion, servant leaders naturally encourage a more collaborative form of decision-making. This collaborative approach invites team members to participate actively in discussions, brainstorming sessions, and problem-solving activities. And it signals to the team that their contributions are valued and that their voices play a critical role in shaping the direction and success of the organization. Now, this inclusive strategy enhances team members' engagement and motivation as they see themselves as co-creators of their collective destiny rather than mere executors of top-down directives. Now, I've been on both sides of this, and maybe you have too, and I certainly can say that it's much more engaging and motivating to feel like you're a co-creator of your own destiny rather than just executing somebody else's ideas. The third thing I want to talk about here is building consensus. The emphasis on persuasion and collaboration is closely linked to the servant leader's goal of building consensus. Consensus building involves finding common ground and crafting decisions that, while they may not be everyone's first choice, are supported by all as the best way forward. This process requires patience, something else we talked about, active listening, and the willingness to compromise. Servant leaders excel in navigating these complex dynamics, guiding their team toward agreements that reflect a shared commitment to the team's objectives and values. Then there's the role of emotional intelligence in all this. Effective persuasion and consensus building demand high levels of emotional intelligence. Servant leaders have to be adept at reading the emotional currents within their teams, empathizing with different viewpoints, and managing their own emotions in ways that foster trust and openness. This is where some of those other traits we talked about overlap. Their ability to connect on an emotional level enhances their persuasive efforts as they can tailor their communication to resonate with the individual values and motivations of team members. And finally, with regard to persuasion is the impact on organizational culture. The reliance on persuasion and collaborative decision-making has profound implications for the organizational culture, I believe. It cultivates an atmosphere where debate and diversity of thought are encouraged, where the risk of conflict is seen as an opportunity for growth, and where the cultivation of trust and mutual respect is paramount. Over time, this approach can lead to a more adaptive, innovative, and resilient organization as team members feel empowered to contribute their best work and to support decisions that have been shaped by their collective input. Now, in some, the servant leader's preference for persuasion over authority is not a sign of weakness, but a strategic choice that leverages the full potential of their teams. It reflects a deep understanding that the most enduring and impactful decisions are those forged through collaboration, respect, and shared purpose. This leadership trait, therefore, is essential for creating an environment where individuals feel valued, heard, and motivated to contribute to their fullest potential. If you hadn't thought about it before, hopefully now you understand that servant leadership is not just a style, but a philosophy that challenges the conventional paradigms of power and authority, the traits of empathy, listening, healing, awareness, and persuasion form the cornerstone of this transformative approach, guiding you to foster an environment where trust, respect, and collaboration flourish. By embodying empathy, 
you connect deeply with your team members. Through active listening, you can create a culture of open communication. With a focus on healing, you ensure the well-being of your organization. Through self-awareness, you remain grounded and authentic. And through your reliance on persuasion over authority, you can foster an environment of mutual respect and shared purpose. Now, the implications of adopting servant leadership extend far beyond the immediate team or organization. They ripple outward, influencing the broader community. Leaders who embrace these traits not only achieve success in their professional endeavors, but also leave a lasting legacy of positive impact. Legacy was our theme last month in the Read to Lead community. I encourage you to carry with you these lessons of servant leadership, recognizing that the greatest leaders are those who serve first. And by integrating these traits into your leadership practices, you can inspire change, drive innovation, and create a more inclusive and empowering future for all. And as I said, the journey of servant leadership is one of continuous learning, growth, and most importantly, service, all three of which are core components of the Read to Lead community online. If you're not currently a member, I encourage you to check it out. You'll find content like this each and every week, business book summaries, twice a month trainings, one from a guest expert, one from me, and a whole lot more. Just go to jeffbrown.me. There you can join the Read to Lead community and try it free, no obligation, for two weeks. After that, it's just nine bucks a month. One more time, that address, jeffbrown.me. Hope this was helpful to you, the top five traits of a servant leader. If you listen to this while driving, I encourage you to listen again in an environment where you can take notes. Better yet, listen to the podcast in the Snipped app if you don't already, and there you'll find a full transcript of the podcast, and you'll even find the podcast broken down into individual chapters, making it easy to study the various sections of what I talked about today. I'll put a link in the show notes to the Snipped app. It's the best podcast listening app I've found for people who want to listen to podcasts like this one, where you learn and you want to take that learning and do something with it, like we talk about in my note-making mastery course. The Snipped app, S-N-I-P-D, is perfectly designed for exactly that. By the way, the show notes page for this episode is found at readtoleadpodcast.com slash 515 for episode 515. That's readtoleadpodcast.com slash 515. That's all for this week. Thanks for being here. Hope you come back next time. Until then, as always, remember, leaders read and readers lead. Read.